of the Dear Growing Women's Podcast. First of all, how are you? Charm down in the any place that it'll let you type. Let me know how you're doing. I am, um, you know, I am in this season of stretching and all of that. And I have been very honest. <laughs> when people have said, how are you? I'm all right. You know, you know, it's been challenging, but I'm okay. Um, so how are you? I, I really want to know. I'll drop something this week so that we can kind of um, check in with each other, see how we're doing after the last few episodes, because the last few episodes have worn me down, okay? Uh, and the Lord has been challenging me even more on a lot of those uh Things that we've talked about, comfort zones, um, trusting him, being vulnerable with him. Um, yeah, like being truthful, okay? Uh, and being truthful with myself. So God has really been dealing with me with regards to all of that. There is not, uh, especially in this season, there is not an episode that I dish something that I have not been willing to take or have not been working at. Um, Just so you know, if you are on this journey, I am a work in progress, okay? Um, I think we all are. And as long as we stay honest in that, at that front, um, I believe that that is what causes this community to be so powerful, that we recognize that we are people who are still growing, None of us have arrived. Um, Maybe we've reached certain milestones, but none of us have arrived. Um, And just that's the purpose. Like growth never stops. It, It does not matter how young or old you are, how seasoned you are in the Lord. It does not matter how many uh, milestones you've reached. There is still more Because the God that we serve is so vast. He's, my God is big. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) He is big. He's strong. He's mighty. Um, And there are just so many parts of him that we have not even tapped into yet. But I believe that the more we yield and submit and obey and the more that we seek um, after his character and seek his face, Um, I believe that we will know more of him, right? So I know that a lot of us, um, just out of default, sometimes we use this phrase like, God, I want more of you. God, I want more of your, more of your glory. I want more of just, I want more of you. I want more of your compassion. I want more of your love and joy and all of these things and um I had a thought I was 
on the road traveling and um, the thought came to me about capacity. I had been listening to the song Capacity by Jonathan Nelson and it just, and maybe I don't know if I was listening to the song first or if that thought came first. Either way, we are always asking for more of God. But in order to get more of him, we have to increase our capacity as we grow. So if my capacity for uh, God is the same as it was five years ago, how can I receive more of him? How can I receive more of his character? So today's episode is about capacity. It's about capacity. And next week, it's a whole thing like, The Lord has been on me heavy about um, forgiveness, Um, and that's that's coming next week. But just just ride this wave with me, okay? All right. So as the Lord has been ministering to me about increasing my capacity, like Lord, increase my capacity to receive more of You. um, I'm recognizing that a lot of my own beliefs. Uh, A lot of my own, whether they are rooted uh, biblically or not, a lot of things that I carry, um, I have to shed. Like a lot of things from past seasons, I have to shed those things in order to receive more of who God is right now in this season of my life. I, um, I certainly believe that The Lord has me in this particular space to grow me. I have felt um, stagnant for many, many years. I have felt like there was something that I just was missing in my pursuit um, after God. And what I'm learning through doing this podcast every week What I'm learning is that I have been stagnant, you know, (laughs) I've been stagnant, but not because God is holding me in a space of stagnation, because that's not what he desires for us, but because I have not, I had not past tense. Thank you, Lord. I had not made room made increased I have not increased my capacity for more of him um you know they have the song um that something on the inside is working on the outside oh what a change in my life and we are looking for outside work with no inward work the inward work inward work comes with the capacity that you have to receive who God is, to receive his character, to receive um, more than just his hand, but to receive through obedience, to receive through being submitted and being truly submitted to him, right? Um, I want to kind of dive in this particular I think there are two scriptures that I want to um, highlight. And where do I want to start this one? This one is Luke chapter 12, verse 
chapter 12. Yeah, Luke chapter 12. And I'm, I'm going to pull out parts of this particular verse 48. So this is, this particular part of Luke chapter 12 is talking about being ready for the Lord's coming, um, having your house in order. What did daddy people say? Get your house in order. Oh, do it today. Um, <laughs> thank y'all for putting up with my shenanigans. This is me. This, <laughs> this is authentically who I am. There's a song for everything. Anyway. Um, this is verse 36. So it starts in verse 35, but 36 says, then you'll be ready to open the door and let him in the moment he arrives and knocks the servants who are ready and waiting for his return will be rewarded. I tell you the truth. He himself will seat them upon an apron and serve them as they sit and eat. He may come in the middle of the night or just before dawn. But whenever he comes, he will reward the servants who are ready. Understand this. If a homeowner knew exactly when a burglar was coming, he would not permit his house to be broken into. You also must be ready all the time. For the Son of Man will come when least expected. Peter asked, Lord, is that illustration just for us or for everyone? And the Lord replied, a faithful, sensible servant is one to whom the master can give the responsibility of managing his other household servants and feeding them. If the master returns and finds that the servant has done a good job, there will be a reward. I tell you the truth, the master will put that servant in charge of all he owns. But what if the servant thinks, my master won't be back for a while, and he begins beating the other servants? partying and getting drunk verse 46 the master will return unannounced and unexpected and he will cut the servant in pieces and banish him with the unfaithful that's a whole thing but we'll get back to that and a servant who knows what the master wants but isn't prepared and doesn't carry out those instructions will be severely punished but someone who does not know and then does something wrong, will be punished only lightly. When someone has been given much, much will be required in return. And when someone has been entrusted with much, even more will be required. All right, I'm going to stop there. That's verse 38. Um, we hear the part of verse 38, to whom much is given, much will be required. And... We, um, you know, it is what it is. Like when you've been given much, you are required to give much. Does that make sense? Um, and this is where we talk about capacity. So God has given each of us, um, a measure of, he's, he's given each of us gifts and talents and different things and, those things that he has given us are supposed to be used to glorify him. Um, I am, I want to be very careful. Um, I know there are many things, and I think I said this last pa- uh, podcast, there are a lot of things that the Lord has blessed me with. And I am supposed to 
take all of the things, the gifts, the talents, um, the wisdom that he has given me, and I'm supposed to give it back to him, right? To glorify him, to make his name um, known in the earth. I'm supposed to do those things with what he gave me. Um, it reminds me of the parable of the talents, right? Um, each man was given a certain talent or certain amounts of talent, and each of them handled them in different ways. Some of them grew, um, invested and grew. And then there was one servant who buried his talent, right? He buried it, buried the money. Let me say that. He buried it. Um, the others were collecting interest on it or doubled it or either way, the one buried it because he was so afraid that he would disappoint his master by possibly losing it. Um, sound familiar? Yes. If you are someone who always prepares for the worst of things, you are burying what you've been given. That means you're not fully utilizing anything that the Lord has placed in you because you're operating from a place of fear. How do I know? I'm so glad you asked because I told you that for years, I just felt stagnant. And what it was was that I was not giving all that I had within me to even give back to God, right? I've been, I spent many years and I'm not just talking about, I'm talking about many, many years burying things because I was afraid, afraid of backlash, afraid um, of jealousy when it was, there was no need for it. Um, but I buried everything. And so now I am in a space where things in me are beginning to bubble out because I'm becoming full. Does that make sense? And so my prayer has been for the Lord to increase my capacity for him, like for his character, for um, his guidance, to increase my capacity to understand how wide and how deep and how long and and how expansive his love is for me. I've been asking him to increase my capacity in those areas because as he increases as as he increases in me, I'll begin to increase in what I'm giving back to him. I don't know if that makes sense. It makes sense in my head. I hope it makes sense coming out. Um but what you don't want to do is to take the investment. And I've been talking about the investment a lot this season. You don't want to take this investment that the Lord has put in you and bury it. You don't want that. He is giving you much and is also requiring much of you. But he's also gracing you for what you are required to do, what you are required to give what you are required to be. And in a lot of cases, you are required to be a standard. Oh, <laughs> you are required to be a standard. And sometimes being the standard, being the trailblazer is hard. 
there's no other way around it. Like, sometimes it's hard. (laughs) It's almost like the Lord expects a different level of, he requires a different level of consecration, a different level of prayer, a different level of intimacy, a different level of study. And if he is requiring that of you, you best believe that there's something on, there's an investment in you that he is trying to get the glory from. My admonishment for you in this particular episode is simple. Ask the Lord to increase your capacity for him. And while he's increasing your capacity, you will find that what it is that you are to do in this earth, your purpose, the reason you were born, the gifts, the talents, the things that you don't even let other people know that you do. Like those are the things that he is coming back for a return on. And you want to find yourself in a space where you have stewarded what the Lord has given you well. He's giving you much. So steward it well. And the more that you steward well, the more he will increase you. Now, I'm not saying that it is it is going to be easy. Because what I'm currently finding in this current journey is that it is not easy. But I truly believe in my heart that it is worth it. What does it look like to... to to ask the Lord and and, you know when you ask him to increase your capacity for him this is what it looks like I um it is Psalm I'm just gonna pull it up because I want to read it exactly like it is um coming it's coming here it is it's psalm 19 and 14 may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing to you O lord my rock and my redeemer i was in my devotion time um and this scripture was a part of the devotion and, you know, we we like to hone in on the words of my mouth. But the Lord highlighted to me this time the meditations of my heart. What does that look like for the Lord to increase your capacity for him? He makes you aware of what you're meditating on in your heart. They say out of the heart flows the, the issues of life, right? But what am I meditating on? In my heart that decreases my capacity for him. What is it that I'm meditating on that is shortchanging me from living a fulfilled life in Christ, living a full life in Christ? What am I meditating on? That in my heart, not even just through my words, in my heart, am I meditating on I will be unlovable or I am unlovable? Am I meditating on 
you know, the, the health diagnosis? Am I meditating on fear? Am I meditating on others? I want whatever meditation that is in my heart to be reflective of what he is requiring of me, of what he is doing in me. Um, I want what is meditating on, I want whatever I am meditating on in my heart to be a reflection of his character. At the end of the day, we are required to be light in dark spaces. So if I'm meditating on the terrible things in whatever setting the Lord has placed me in, I am limiting who he is and who he can be to me. And how I can know him. I I, I tell you, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. What I do know is, that in this season I cannot afford to fumble like I can't I can't afford to quit I can't afford to be guided by things that I see because the word even says what you see is temporal temporary temporal temporary um I have to fix my gaze on him like I just have to and so do you if you expect to grow and be and do all of the things that you've been ordained to do. You've got to have more of him. But in order to receive more of him, you've got to have room for him. So that means your personal, whatever it is, fear, whatever else, it's got to go. It's got to go. It's got to go. Yeah, it's got to go. With that being said, I am led to kind of close here and just pray a little bit. Um, Father, thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you for how you continue to reveal yourself to me. And so I'm asking you that as this woman who is listening right now, As she seeks after you, God, reveal yourself to her. God, reveal your character. Reveal your heart. Reveal your desires. My prayer, Father, is that each person listening will be able to um, receive more of you by emptying out themselves And then increase their capacity for more of you. Make us aware of the areas of our lives that we need to shed. Make us aware of the areas in our lives that we may not be trusting you the way we should. Make us aware of the things that we need to keep doing. Whether that's through consecration. Whether that is through studying your word spending time sharpening our gifts and talents and to glorify you whatever those things may be God reveal those things to us and father I pray that even now Lord God what seems impossible and what seems so daunting that you 
will begin to help us to exchange the daunting piece of it for your grace and for your mercy. That we'll begin to exchange beauty for ashes. That we'll be able to, to exchange our will for yours. Father, I'm praying in this very moment for the one who just feels like they cannot be the standard. They cannot meet what it is that you have given them, what you have instructed them to meet. God, I pray that you give them more strength, give them courage, give them boldness to walk out fully what you have placed on the inside of them. Father, I thank you that this is the season of manifestation, that this is the season where you will reveal us to ourselves, where you will reveal some of the things that are on the inside of us, but most of all, reveal your will for us, reveal your desires for us in a way that we can see them, in a way that we can sense them, in a way that whenever we read the scripture that that refers to whatever your will is for us, that it sticks out And that we choose to be the difference. We choose to be the example. We choose to be the one who chases hard after you. We choose to be the deer that pants for the water. We choose to be the one who longs after you. We choose. We choose things that will cause our capacity for you to enlarge. We make a choice. We make a conscious decision. And God, we won't turn back. That's what I hear most of us. We we go so far and then we turn back. But Father, we won't turn back any longer. God, we'll, lie, we'll, we'll dive in. God, we will stretch. We will allow you to stretch us in areas that we've not allowed you to touch before. God, we reveal even all of those things. We reveal those areas in which we have kept from you. Because those areas restrict our capacity for you. And so, Father, I thank you for this very moment, this very time, and for who you are. I ask that you be glorified through our lives, be glorified with our words, be glorified with the meditations of our heart. I thank you for all that you are. In Jesus' name, amen.